The Beacon, celebrating when God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable. Hey, good morning, and this is Jeff Blake, the superintendent of Phoenix Christian, and you're listening to The Beacon. This voice is a little different this morning. You normally probably hear Steve Woods, our host, but Steve Woods is away on assignment, and this is a first ever. We are two years into our Beacon radio program. This is a first ever recording uh, from Williams, Arizona. And as we speak to you this morning, we, we're coming to you from the Young Life Lost Canyon Camp in beautiful Williams, Arizona. Our show is all about when God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable. And this morning certainly is an unexpected morning and God is doing the unexplainable. As we record this morning, it is snowing. Now, a little bit of history at Phoenix Christian. Each, each week, each year, we take our students up to Lost Canyon Camp in August. We take all of our seniors. So imagine about 200 students in buses and their teachers and worship teams and a, and a guest pastor, speaker, leader. And we gather up in beautiful Williams, Arizona in the in monsoon season. So afternoon rain showers and warm weather. Uh, but due to COVID this year, we needed to postpone the trip. And here we are recording in March and it is snowing. And last night as the students arrived and many were out walking about, I heard at least three students say they had never actually seen it snow. And so for a show that dedicates it when God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable, there are students waking up this morning to about two or three inches of snow on the ground. It is absolutely beautiful. What makes this program unique this morning is we are here with three student leaders who actually work in helping plan uh, this incredible retreat and lead. And these are three amazing student leaders on our campus. Each the three of them I know love our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so without further ado, I'm going to ask the students to introduce themselves Tell us a little bit about who they are, what year they are, what they've participated in in school, and what their plans are uh, moving into the future. So we're going to begin over here with with Adrian. Hi, everybody. My name is Adrian Fleming. Uh, I'm a senior at Phoenix Christian. And uh, just a little bit about myself is uh, I'm a student athlete. I played football. I'm actually currently playing baseball for the school. And uh, just some of the things that I've been involved with and, and blessed to have the opportunity to participate in this year is a uh, student chapel and what that looks like is uh you know contacting pastors and and setting up um, an opportunity for kids to hear about the word of god and and that happens either wednesday or tuesday throughout the week and it's just an amazing thing to see uh us have the opportunity to gather and take time out of our day and take time out of our school week to to dedicate that to worship and and hearing uh, pastors come and preach the word faithfully. So that's been an amazing blessing to me and sports as well. Um, along with that, I've helped uh, in other areas such as like student ministry, just reaching out to kids and, and starting different uh, little Bible studies and things here and there. So it's been a great blessing and that's pretty much everything about myself. Yeah. Okay, well, hi, I'm Jalen Aras to be in fact. Um, I'm, a I'm a junior at Phoenix Christian. And some of the things that I've been so grateful to be involved in is student council, which just kind of plans everything, you know, so that the students have a um, nice fun filled year, um, along with, you know, getting spiritual, getting, getting, um, you know, with God, getting back with God. And um, uh, I don't know, just, I would love to, you know, in the future, just kind of keep um, that spirit of leadership that's been given to me by God. And I pray that, you know, it affects many people in a way that God wants it to be. 
and you know everything according to his will and yeah all right good morning uh, my name is howard howard russell um i'm actually i've been attending finnish christian since my eighth grade year which makes this my fifth year because i'm a senior actually um i participated in football and basketball these past four years at the varsity level um i also ran track for phoenix christian um uh, after Phoenix Christian, I would like to attend college and receive my four-year degree um, in, in communications and then go on to serve four years in the uh, United States Marine Corps and then come on and do law enforcement. Um, I also take part in a uh, chapel team here at Phoenix Christian and along with student government. As Mr. Blake said, I formed or I help plan this retreat and I help plan the chapels as well, giving kids the opportunity to learn, know, and grow um, in their understanding and relationship with God. So that's a little bit about me and I'll pass it back to Mr. Blake. Well, as you can see, we're gifted with really exceptional student leaders. And one of the things that's, that I think Phoenix Christian does really well is really focus on the student leader and, and giving them ownership. So here we are. The school does set aside a pretty significant investment to provide the opportunity to bring, you know, nearly 200 students up here to camp uh, for, for two nights and lots of meals and food and fellowship and fun. And the students are given that blank slate, given the opportunity to be in this incredible facility here at Young Life Lost Canyon and really put together a really, really incredible retreat. So we've been doing the retreat now for about 20, 25 years. The focus of the retreat is to connect with God, connect with each other, and connect with their teachers. And normally when we're up here, I'm gonna put Howard on the spot here for a second. Normally when we're up here, give us a glimpse. What does is, what is camp normally look like when you're up here uh, engaging with each other? Um, camp for me has, has sort of kind of changed over years as my uh, position leadership has changed. Uh, you know, the first, first year or two, it was kind of just, you know, a time to get out of school and kind of have fun. You know, kind of get to know God a little bit, but I would say over these last two years, it's been more of a, a position of leadership and kind of going out to the underclassmen and and uh, going out and, and asking them questions and helping them with their walk with Christ. Um, but the, the sole intentions of our retreat is it's a time to get away from school, get away from your families, kind of hang out with each other, and uh, you're fine. And uh, and kind of just you know set time of God, set time aside and spend time with God and grow in relationship with Christ. So. Uh, it's kind of changed for me over these last four years, but it's also been very effective all four years. Now, Howard, I'm going to put you on the spot here again. You mentioned um, college is in your future. Yes, sir. You actually, a few uh, weeks ago or a couple of weeks ago, we had a signing ceremony Correct. in the gymnasium and you made a big signature on a piece of paper. What, is, what does that mean? That means I'll be attending Eastern New Mexico this fall. And and Howard, you're being modest. Well, what, what are some of the things they're going to have you involved with in in New Mexico. Uh, I've been playing football. Okay. I received the football scholarship. Okay, and how and Howard, you're being modest again too. <laughs> um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your uh, your your career here at Phoenix Christian as a football player? I mean, I'm going to ask you not to be modest. Give us a little bit of your your rankings. What that looked like. Go ahead and be uh, bold here. Oh man. Um, all right. So I'm I'm a have been a four year starter here at Phoenix Christian for the football team. Uh, you know, this year in the last two years, I've received uh, all state awards, all region awards. Uh, this year, I, I received uh, uh, Offensive Player of the Year, getting second place for Player of the Year. Um, at one point in the season, I was ranked first in rushing yards, touchdowns, and uh, um, what was it? Rushing yards, touchdowns, and Interception. interceptions. That's what it was. Thank you. And, you know, it, it's it's been a great trip. You know, I, I can't remember it all off the top of my head, but, you know, it, all the glory goes to God, man. It, it's it's actually remarkable when you kind of give your life over to God and let him work. You, he surprised you the things that he can do. Things that he can do. So yeah, man, that's just a little bit about me. 
but all right since we're on the football team here as well adrian you um you're being modest as well you might have played a little bit of role in the football team this year oh yeah so i had the the blessing of playing on the football team and being a part of that and uh i was the quarterback of the team and so uh for me what that looked like a lot was being a, just a really good manager of the game and i think what it came down to a lot was you know this season I realized it was going to be a shorter season. There wasn't going to be as much opportunity for, uh, you know, me to bump the stats or, or nothing like that. But for me, it wasn't really about that. I mean, what it was really about was just trying to manage the game. And that's something that me and our coach, Coach Cole, amazing coach, um, it was a blessing to play for him. That's something we talked about as well was, you know, he needed me to be a, a team manager and to, he needed me to just go out there and run the plays and, and make sure everything goes the way it's supposed to. And so that was the thing that was cool is like seeing that like in football, you know, there's 11 men on the field. And even though I may not be the one scoring the touchdown or I may not be the one, you know, causing uh, everything to happen, you know, I'm at least the one that starts it and, and I'm able to get the ball rolling, being the quarterback, you know, when you get the snap. And, and so that's something that was cool is being able to manage the plays, calls the plays and things like that. But I think we had a great season. Uh, I know our junior year, we made it all the way to state. We didn't win, but I mean, that was, that was an experience in and of itself. And, and, you know, like Howard said, it's been a blessing. God has definitely used football in my life to bring me places I didn't even know. And uh, I would never expect and, and just change my heart and things like that. So yeah, that's just a little bit about the football team. All right. So let's, let's, let's journey here with Jalen a little bit. Jalen, I'm usually accustomed to seeing you run up and down our basketball court. Um, now I get the pleasure of watching you in the stands cheering on the team with crazy enthusiasm. I still really think you're a member of the team. You're just cheering from the stands. But um, let's talk about something that's, that's kind of unique for you this semester is you've determined to transition a little bit this season from basketball and you're focused on something else. What is that? Um, so this um, school year, we are going to put on our annual musical, which is Annie the Musical. And um, I, to be honest with you, like, I always thought basketball was kind of like something that was definitely going to take me far in my journey of life and all that. And I thought it was something that I really wanted to do. But then God was like, mm, no. <laughs> um, and so I really, I am beyond grateful that he steered me um, in the path that I'm going on. And I can't be more like excited for it. Cause you know, when God tells you, um, something and he reveals that to you you it gives you that excitement and that reason to follow okay so Jalen I'm gonna we're gonna keep drilling here a little bit um this is a proud superintendent when many schools are canceling their fine arts programs in the year of COVID and gatherings we're pushing full steam ahead um we we highlighted it I think last week on the program on the beacon that we're are celebrating our production of Annie what role what role are you playing I'm playing Lily St. Regis. She's kind of sleazy, but it's really fun. It's a really fun character to play. And I've had so much fun and it's been great. And when, give us a little bit, when's, when's show date? What do you, we really um, plan so on? I believe show date is April 20th through the 22nd. So buy your tickets, okay? And uh, yeah. Well, that's great. One of the things we, again, we want to celebrate here this morning when God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable. Here we are up in beautiful Williams, Arizona. I think none of us imagined a year ago that we'd be sitting here together in March. Certainly not uh, looking out at a beautiful field of snow this morning and certainly not sitting with these three amazing students um, who are incredible leaders here at the school. 
one of the things that we we really believe is in a, in a Christ-centered education, and that's going to come. You've heard these um, these athletes affirm their coaches. Uh, Coach Cole has made an incredible impact on each of these young men, and he's an incredible uh, embodiment of a man committed to Christ and then carrying that out on, onto the football field. And you've heard Jalen share her heart here, and Jalen's involved in our production of Annie and uh, learning more about her character and anticipating the show date. And these three students are heavily involved here in our retreat, where we come up here to connect with God, connect with each other, and connect with their teacher. So as you come back, we're going to talk more about life change, stories, and adventures that await each of these students. We're so grateful that you're listening to The Beacon. You're going to want to stay tuned from Williams, Arizona. The Beacon is presented by Phoenix Christian, a school celebrating excellence in education since 1949. Learn more at phoenixchristian.org. Good morning and welcome back to The Beacon, where we celebrate when God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable. And so here we are, gathered up in beautiful Williams, Arizona, at our annual retreat, our Lost Canyon retreat. We wanna give a shout out to Young Life as an organization who impacts uh, students year after year in incredible ways and they're gracious to invite, it, invite us and let us use their incredible camp here at Lost Canyon. And this morning I'm, I have the honor to sit here with uh, three amazing students, Adrian, Jalen and Howard. And last night uh, we began, we're up here at retreat and we, uh, again in Williams and we, we had our first uh, session and Pastor Tim Birdwell of Phoenix Bible Church uh, gave our message. And last night, the message was on rush and busyness and, and the pull on our lives uh, to be busy. I want to give these students an opportunity to reflect um, a bit on what they heard, what they learned last night, and give you a taste of, of what was experienced last night. Adrian, I'm going to begin with you. Yeah, so uh, going off of the chapel in the first session, I think it's uh, – pretty funny to see how God like works through that and and kind of how he speaks to us and I think it was really affirming for me because um something that happened throughout the week for me is uh I found myself getting really distracted um and the whole idea of the the sermon or the message was this idea of you know people on their phone social media these different uh elements of our lives that are all pulling and tugging on us and and taking us away from from what we want to pursue and, and that's the important things in life you know like our jobs um school, especially God and spending time with him and in our word. And so something for me that was interesting is um, throughout the week, I did something that, you know, normal teenagers probably would never think of doing. And that's like, I deleted my social media for a little while. And that's something that I actually like stepped into, to, into faith and doing. And I was like, listen, God, I was like, this, these things are really doing more harm for me than good. And so to hear him speak on those things right after I get here, on the same week that I do those things, I think it was really affirming to me. Like, yeah, like I, I took the right steps to grow with God. And that's something that I think a lot of people needed to hear is we're called to be different than the world. And, you know, I understand, you know, there's an element where we want to be involved and we don't want to be left out of uh, the things going on, but, but there's also a calling to, to be separated and, and to kind of push ourselves away from those things and, and to understand that, that we have a higher calling to, to be closer to God. And if those things are taken away from God, then we have to understand that, 
it's doing more harm than good. So that's something that I found really interesting and that's something that really spoke to me. So, yeah. Adrian, I really appreciate that. And I appreciate the, the spiritual discipline that you've given this week to, to te- stepping away from some social media. Jalen, what about you? So um, what I know he talked about like being in a hurry and in a rush because like it was the general um, sermon, but what really, really stuck out to me was the being in the rush because I've noticed that over the past couple months, I feel like I've just kind of lived my life, you know, not obviously I'm with God. I, I read my Bible, I pray and stuff, but it's almost like there's no relationship. There's no relationship there. But then I realize I'm like, oh, wait, God says, be still. God says, you know, like Adrian said, I'm not like the rest of the world. I can't be like the rest of the world. I wasn't made to be like the rest of the world, clearly. So I'm going to, you know, discern myself to be able to be like, you know what? I'm going to buckle down, be still, understand what God has for me. And then I can live my life with that relationship with him. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Well, Jalen, let me, let me, let me press on that a little further with you. Um, Help the listener to understand what it means for a teenager to be still and the challenges upon a teenager in 2021 to be still. I think you used the term to buckle down. Um, Give us a sense of what's pulling on your life. Uh, Adrian mentioned mentioned social media. Um, Give us a sense. Let us into your world a little bit there. What does it look like to buckle down and be still? What are the things that pull on you? Well, just to give like an example, um, I don't have a relationship with my father, which like it, I know you would think like, if you don't really like be with him, it really wouldn't affect you, but it does. And um, those are one of the things that kind of pulled on me. And I felt like it was my fault. And I felt like um, I wasn't ever going to have that relationship. I felt like um, I wasn't ever going to have that father figure in my life. And those were the kind of the struggles that I was going through. but as a teenager, you have to understand you're a teenager and that's not your fault. And that's, you know, you give it to God, you give your burdens to God, you give it all to him. And he gives you that stillness. And it's like, yeah, he gives you that stillness. And that's something we don't realize because it's like, well, do I just got to like do it myself? Do I just have to kind of spiritually discern myself? And it's like, you can, but also talk to God about it explain to him how how you feel he knows how you feel but it can't just be thoughts it has to be words it has to be actions you know you got to confess you know what i'm saying so joan i appreciate you sharing that um you know i'm I'm sitting here listening this is i'm just having a flashback we've been doing this camp now for 25 years and as i sit here and look at you guys um i'm filled with more hope than ever um, for our school, for who you are. I know the challenges that, that your generation faces are greater than the challenges that generations faced 25 years ago, the pressures of technology upon you, um, the availability of things that could harm you. Um, our world seems not to be as anchored in our Lord as they once were, um, but you, um, the three of you are an encouragement to me to keep pressing, to keep fighting, to keep pursuing. Um, and I appreciate the transparency by which you both share uh, and invite us into that. So, so Howard, last night, here you are talking about Rush. I know the three of you are crazy busy. There's lots pulling on you all the time. What spoke to you last night? 
Um, so Pastor Tim Birdwell did give an uh, amazing uh, sermon last night, um, which I kind of expect him to do, being that he's one of my favorite pastors. Um, I kind of got two major points from the sermon last night. Uh, the first point was, um, you know, it's okay to work and, and, and make progress and move forward, but don't forget to rest. Um, you kind of have to, you know, like set time aside for God. You know, he, he, he talked about remembering the Sabbath and keeping it holy, um, which, you know, in today's age, we don't really have a Sabbath, but it's more so the idea behind it. It's the idea that, you know, even God, someone who's as big as God, someone who's as powerful as God, works six days, but rests on the seventh. And to me, that's saying it's okay to work, but set time aside for God. Don't ever get too busy for God. Um, and from personal experience, I know that when you get too busy for God, God would take it all away so that you have to focus on him. Um, and that's kind of one of the first points I got. But the second point I got was let go and let God. Um, all my life, I've been a kid who's always wanted to have things planned out and wanted to know what's coming up next so I can prepare myself and, and not kind of be lost in the dust or whatever. Um, especially over these last couple of years, you know, uh, being that I'm about to get ready to go off to college and all this kind of stuff and get to my career, I've just been trying to be in control. And I just learned this recently after sitting down and speaking with some of the staff members here at PC that I can't be in control. I have to, I have to be able to let go and let God and, and because no matter what, God's going to have um, his will, his, his desire. Um, and that's just kind of one of the things I took away last night. I just got to let go and let God stop trying to be in control of everything. Well, there you go. And those are lives. And I'm here to tell you personally, these are, these are authentic words from students that feel the pressures of life, the pressures of college, the expectations ahead of them. You're going to want to stay tuned as we unpack a little bit about what it means to be slow. You're listening to The Beacon, recorded from Williams, Arizona this morning in a beautiful sunny morning. Thanks for listening to The Beacon. The Beacon is made possible by Phoenix Christian and listeners like you. Good morning. We've just finished our last segment. I'm up here with Adrian and Jalen and Howard at Lost Canyon Camp. And we're in beautiful Williams, Arizona. It is snowing outside in March. It is beautiful Arizona. And last night, the students sat in a really incredible chapel, um, really calling us to stop the rush, to slow down and to be intimate with our Lord. And one of the things, Jalen, that you that you hit on too, I wanna to affirm is um, it's a supernatural experience. And part of the journey as a Christian is learning to submit to the moving of the Holy Spirit, let God take us where we would not normally take ourselves. Hence, here we are up in Williams in the snow talking about slowing down. And none of us, I think a year ago, would have dreamed that we'd be sitting around this recording a radio show to begin with, but talking on this very topic. And I'm sitting here also with, with Howard. And Howard, that last segment, you got cut off just a bit. And we were, we were talking about the pressures of social media. And like Adrian, you mentioned stepping back from social media. Speak to, speak to the listener. There's some parents listening. There might be some other young people listening. Just speak to the pressures of social media and the pressures that it puts on it, a young man like yourself. All right, so uh, um, just recently here in my senior year, kind of like maybe like late August, I got 
um, really serious about my relationship with Christ and, and that it was something that I really heavily pursued. Um, I mean, I grew up in the church, you know, a uh, great loving family, both grandmas, both, uh, both parents in the church every Sunday. I mean, Monday, Friday's with mom, but Saturday, Sunday, you're with your grandma going to church and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, when it's kind of forced upon you, it's not really genuine. And at some point you got to make the decision for yourself. And that's kind of where I was at here in my senior year. Um, and one of the things I found that was taking a lot of my time was social media. Um, it wasn't so much that it was doing me harm, but it was just more so that it wasn't doing me justice or it wasn't doing me good. Um, social media, as a kid who's who's popular and, and gifted with the gifts of God and who's kind of well-known all throughout the Valley in the state of Arizona, it, it's kind of a platform for you to reach out and get to know kids. Um, but I, I just found myself getting too caught up in that. So when I decided to get uh, serious about my relationship with Christ, it was something that, that had to go. Um, I, I had to let it go and, and devote, be intentional about devoting time to God and, and just letting God work. Um, I had been praying and praying, but I, was, I wasn't taking any time to let God answer me. Um, so it was almost like the prayer wasn't really doing anything unless you listen to God. So it was just one of those things that had to go. So I would have that time with God. So, yeah. So Howard, let's, let's drill down on that even a little further. Um, speak to moms and dads, grandmas okay. and grandpas that invest in, in kids like yourself. Um, what do you wish parents knew more about the pressures of social media upon young people? Give, speak to parents, encourage them, maybe a step that they could take. Oh man, there, in today's time, I'm just gonna keep it real with you guys. There's so much filth and, and junk on social media. And, and that's like all platforms, whether it's Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, it's out there all kinds of ways. And and as a, as a young kid here at Phoenix Christian, um, someone who's seeking after God and learning about God, it's, it's one of the major ways that the devil tries to attack, uh, tries to attack young kids. You know, there'll be something you're going through or something you're struggling with. And all of a sudden it pops up on your feed on social media and like, dude, what's going on? And, and it was one of those things where the devil was trying to attack you. So parents, I definitely, I don't, I don't want to say control your, your kids' social media, but, you know, definitely limit their time and, and kind of encourage them to spend more time with God and less time on social media. That's great. And Jalen, let me let me draw you into this conversation. What would you what would you add encouragement to parents, maybe encouragement to a teenager that might be listening? Well, encouragement to a teenager is just try to limit yourself on social media. Because I know some teenagers, teenagers just cannot handle having social media, period. So if you are going to have it, limit yourself. Um, ask God, how should I like, how should I use my social media to benefit you? How should I use my social media to um, get your word out there? And yeah. You know, if I get to add just an element to that as well, um, the faculty gathered this morning. Um, there's some tired eyes. I think there were some students that were up pretty late. Uh, shout out to Mr. Marufo. I think you got about a half hour of sleep last night. Uh, but one of the things that I heard the faculty and the staff um, sharing universally is our students are ready for change. And I don't necessarily think that's necessarily solely true of Phoenix Christian. I think it's true of our youth and our, our younger generations in general. They are ready for change. And I'd like to give a challenge uh, to adults who invest their lives in, in young people to not be shy, to ask, 
to be bold, uh, to speak to them, to be transparent. As, as Howard transparently acknowledged, there is a lot of filth and our students and young people need our help. You're going to want to stay tuned to the fourth and final segment of The Beacon as we, st- as we share stories of life change from three amazing student leaders. Thanks for listening. Phoenix Christian believes strongly in its rich history and bright future. Now equipping students from pre-K through 12th grade. Learn how you can help continue its legacy of Christ-centered education at phoenixchristian.org forward slash support. You're listening to The Beacon, presented by Phoenix Christian. Welcome back, and thank you for listening to The Beacon, where we celebrate when God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable And here we are in beautiful Williams, Arizona. The snow is falling and our students are at our retreat. Normally we do it in the summer, but here we are bundled up and enjoying the beauty of of what we're looking at outside right now. You know, as we record, also our entire eighth grade is up in Prescott, Arizona at a camp for them, an opportunity for 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 the younger eighth grade students to connect with God, connect with each other and connect with their teachers we really believe in the opportunity to give students an opportunity to step back and separate. And in this fourth and final segment, we're gonna, we're gonna speak to stories of, of pivot and stories of change in the lives of young people. And um, we've, Jalen is a junior, but I'm sitting also here with two seniors who are ready to step out into the unknown of, of what's next. And we're gonna give them an opportunity to share just moments of have changed for them when they've determined to commit their lives uh, in new and different ways. And so, Adrian, we're going to begin. We're going to begin with our quarterback over here. Hey, everybody. Um, like you said, my name is Adrian, and uh, just a few things that that I want to share about uh, my walk and my journey at Phoenix Christian is, um, you know, when I came to Phoenix Christian, I think one of the most interesting things for me is, you know, that thing quarterback is probably the biggest reason I came. Is one of the reasons I came was for sports and. At that point, just being super uh, transparent is I, I wasn't a Christian at that point. And uh, I look towards Phoenix Christian as just, oh, it's a good sports place. They have good, really good athletics. And that's something I just saw. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm gonna go there because, you know, I care about sports. And that was my and it's funny because now that I look back, that was my idol in life. And I, I kind of looked to that and I worshipped it. And, and God actually brought me through that. And he used that idol that I had in my life to bring me to faith. And it's one of the the big. Ba- biggest key points probably um I can't really pin really when I became a Christian that's a really difficult thing to do but one of the really key uh things reoccurring events that happened was uh we had bible classes and um an English class as well we had two teachers uh they did an amazing job of really expositing and kind of like showing what the gospel was through scripture and they're just drilling me every day. I'm not even a Christian. I'm just here just for sports. And I'm just sitting here and these guys are talking about, you know, my sins and, and my, my shortcomings. I'm like, man, these guys, how do they, how do they talk about this stuff? How do they know all this stuff? Like, it's, I feel like they know all my secrets, but it, it's true. Cause all people sin and all people fall short of the glory of God. And, and that's the truth that we see is evident in our world today. And so for me, when I'm hearing this, I'm taking it in at first. And I think God's really kind of hitting me with it and it's not really getting into my heart. And then finally, I think the one moment where it really hit me was uh, there was an event and it was called an others conference. And it was by uh, Prince Mukamara, NFL athlete, amazing guy. And, and that, that conference there, um, when I went there, 
and, and I really heard the preaching. I don't really remember what it was, but I remember I went home that night and I was crying and my dad and my family were like, what's wrong with you? Like, is everything okay? I'm like, did someone get hurt? And that's when I first felt the presence of God. And now just a little bit about where I'm heading now. He said, we're seniors and me and Howard. And one thing for me is um, my athletics was a really big portion of my life, but now I've decided to give the rest of my life and the rest of my academics to Christ. And so I'm going to be attending Arizona Christian University um, in the fall to, to pursue biblical studies and, and to pursue this life of ministry and dedicate that to, to Christ. And so that's one thing that, that's been awesome to see that God brought me, someone from a non-Christian background, non-Christian family, to, to serve the Lord and, and to, to do that. So that's a little bit about my life pivoting from, from where I was to now through the means of Phoenix Christian. So, yeah. Adrian, that's huge, and I appreciate that. And um, I know those teachers you're talking about, and those are those are two men of God that love the Lord, and because they love the Lord, they love you guys, and they did um, challenge you, and that's super super encouraging to hear. Jalen, a junior, we're not quite done with you yet. Grateful for that, and um, we've journeyed together a long time, and. Um, now, Jalen, I'm, I'm reflecting here, too. I remember when I was serving as principal, there was a few times you and I spent some time in the principal's office. Um, but each of those times um, got to appreciate you more and more. And you're a great spirit on our campus, a strong spirit. And I'm so blessed that you're part of our community. Talk to us about moments of defining life change for you. Well, I feel like my whole life has been like a life-changing moment because I've been through so many struggles and it's like God in every situation that I've been through, God has shown himself. God has revitalized me more and more. So I think that, but um, one in particular, well, first off, like Adrian said, um, there were those two teachers really drilling in, you know, um, the Bible and really um, getting in depth about God's word and what it says and um, how it affects your life, how it should affect your life which was literally the best. And, you know, I still get that blessing every time I go to school. Um, but one particular would probably be during basketball season, I think like freshman year. Yeah, freshman year, um, I tore my ACL and I thought life was over. I thought like, um, I'm done for, I'm, this is it. And um, I was depressed and I was very, very disappointed and mad at myself. Um, I was mad at God. I was so, I was like, why did you make this happen? I barely even play, but I still have this connection with these girls that I could put on the court, but I wasn't able to. And there was just that, there was just so much, so much resentment towards him because I felt like, you know, this was it and he took it all away from me but he spoke to me and he said Jalen this is not what I have in your future he literally said like it was crazy he was like Jalen this is not what I have in your future so just go through life and I got it and I'm not gonna cry um but it was really it was really life-changing for me and that's when I truly understood that my relationship with God was and is still is the biggest thing that's ever happened to me. You know, it's like. 
Jalen, I really appreciate you sharing that. Um, and I remember that moment and I remember the challenges that, that came with that moment. And I appreciate your transparency. And I think one of the most powerful things I heard you say is, is but. And in the scriptures, <laughs> there is a, there's a regular expression, but God. But God's got different things yeah. in store for us. Yeah. And he has plans for you. And your spirit here up at camp has been, has been pretty contagious. Um, Howard, we're going we're gonna to hand it off to you. Um, moment, moments of change. Um, no, prior to the segment, Mr. Blake asked me, or he, he kind of gave me a briefing of what kind of things you want to talk about in this segment. You kind of told me to talk about moments of change. And I've been sitting here while these other two students have been speaking, and I still can't pinpoint one moment where life is where life changed for me. And I think that's because it changed when I came to when I came to PC in my eighth grade year, and it's kind of been a journey. So it, it's it's really hard to to pinpoint that exact year or that exact month or that exact day where life changed for me because you know um, it changes in in different uh, categories each and every year. You know, I can say that each and every year has been. I have gone closer and closer to God each and every year. So, uh, you know, I would love to say, you know, it was this day, this moment, it was this battle, it was this struggle that changed for me. But it was really just coming to PC that changed my life um, because it's a process. And it's really like, it's, it's a journey. And when I think about PC, it's not just, it's not just four years or it's not just the seven years you've been there. It's a, it's a lifelong process. You know, I know kids who have graduated and come back to PC and it's like, it's still the, being at PC was still the life-changing moment for me, it wasn't just that day at PC. It was that those four years, or those five years, or those seven or eight years that I spent at PC that changed my life. And I feel like that's what it is for me. It's it's been these five years that have changed my life because over the years, battles change. You overcome certain battles. You get new struggles as you get older. But PC has always been right there to help me, guide me, strengthen me, and walk me through those battles. Um, and I just feel like that's what it was. It's been these past five years, and that 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 first day of eighth grade that changed my life. I think I remember that um, some of that eighth grade time and, and Howard, I think I remember a time when uh, we were swimming up at a, a swim party and you dunked on me I sure did. and and I was humiliated <laughs> for the entire eighth grade class. <laughs> yeah, that happened, but uh, it was, it was, it was fun, man. There was so many great memories and so many great talks that I've had Mr. Blake and other faculty members that just like, it's like, you know, this, this, this walk with Christ and this, this journey, it's, it's not, it's not something that you should be handling on your own. And it's, it's, it's gonna take. It's gonna be hard, but with PC and and them leading you back towards God each and every time, you almost go astray. It, it's it's life changing, and it's it's really a process. And I, I thank God each and every day for placing me in this school. Amen. Well, there you go. Um, and so appreciated um, that we have an opportunity this morning to spend some time with these three students and um, their adventures that, that await them. Now, Adrian, I don't. I think I might have missed uh, plans for you for next year. What what what's on the docket? Yeah, like I said uh, previously, a little bit, I talked about, uh, I'm heading to Arizona Christian University, which is a really exciting thing. Uh, we actually have uh, quite a few Phoenix Christian students who are going to be attending Arizona Christian University, and it's been a blessing to, to work through with Arizona Christian and then to see how gracious they've been to us, especially considering we're another, another Christian institution, and so they've really helped with scholarship opportunities and, and really help me with that. But um, it's just one of the great things, you know, I know that I want to go down the path of ministry. And I know Arizona Christian is probably going to be the best place to provide that for me. And, and I've looked towards them and, and they're amazing with their Christ-centered education. And it's going to be really uh, amazing to transfer from one Christ-centered education to another Christ-centered education and to continue to pursue that in my life. And 
Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, a lot of people ask me all the time, well, you're going to ministry, so you're going to be a pastor. What are you going to do? And I, I just, I'm going to be completely honest. Like, I don't know yet. It could be anything. I mean, we look at Mr. Blake, God's using him in a, in a different way than a pastor, but he still is used to minister to kids' hearts. And so I know I want to go down this road of ministry, but just wherever that leads me, whether it's a superintendent, a pastor, uh, a professor, anything of that sort, I'm just open toward to wherever God's going to lead me. And uh, it's just been an amazing thing to see. Because if you would ask me just even two years ago what I was going to do with my life, I'd probably say like an NFL player or like, I don't even know, but it's just crazy how radically my life's changed and how now I'm doing something that, you know, people can't even imagine uh, with a kid coming from my background and coming from a non-Christian family. It's just, uh, it's just quite insane. And so that's the radical changes that God can do and, and that he will do when, when you come to him and you open up your life to him. Okay. Now I have a feeling a few members of the board of trustees might be listening. I want you to keep your eye on Adrian. Uh, for possibly the next superintendent of Phoenix Christian <laughs> Preparatory School. I think you you heard it here first, breaking news on the beacon. Listen, um, I think you can tell that we've got the best job in the world of spending time with, with young people like Adrian and Jalen and Howard. And the three of you guys, we talk all the time about teachers being living curriculum, but you guys are a living curriculum. And life is not easy and life is messy. And there's lots of challenges that, that face each of you. So um, on behalf of the entire organization of Phoenix Christian, we love you. We're proud to give you this platform this morning and let the three of your voices represent Phoenix Christian. You know, listen, we're heading into um, re-enrollment season and we're heading into enrollment season and families are looking for an opportunity for, for education. And I know all over the state of Arizona, many schools have been shut down. I want you to know Phoenix Christian has been open um, since, since mid-August, right from the very beginning. And we believe in the sacred opportunity of face-to-face -face instruction and, and connection between students, teachers, athletes, and coaches, and directors and actors. And we're, we're committed to that all the way, infant, all the way through 12th grade. There is incredible opportunity for families to afford a Christ-centered education. Yes, we are a tuition-based school, but I want you to know scholarships are available and it is highly possible that you can be fully funded through just a little assistance we can provide you on how to connect with tuition tax credits. So if you'd like to learn more about the life-changing work of Phoenix Christian, where students are valued, and we speak to the real issues of busyness and intimacy with the Lord, learn more about Phoenix Christian at phoenixchristian.org. Thanks again for listening to The Beacon from Williams, Arizona. Have a great day.